0: So the big question is this, how do parents like us know that we aren't messing up the biggest role of our lives, especially when we happen to have a strong-willed child that's constantly pushing our buttons? We've all heard that kids don't come with a manual, so how can we know for sure that we're saying the right things or that we're getting this parenting thing right? Well, on this podcast for parents of toddlers to teens, we'll be giving you real tools you can use right away. So, that your kids will feel like they can talk to you about absolutely anything and everything. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Well, hi, guys. Welcome to summer. I cannot believe it's already summer. It's June, and it is flipping hot. In June in Houston, Texas. Let me just tell you, you're gonna hear me. (laughs) I'm not normally much of a complainer, but during the summer months in Houston, Texas, I find myself (laughs) complaining a lot. Um, When my kids were little, I just sucked it up and I was like, you know what? This is where we live, this is what we do. We go to the pool, we commit to the sweat. But now that my kids are a little older and I have more flexibility, It's like all of a sudden I just don't have tolerance for it. It's really weird how that works. Anyway, um, I wanted to make you guys an episode, a summer episode, because I know that summer can be kind of stressful for a lot of us as moms. It's like, We had this idea of summer in our brains growing up that summer was like the time that every kid relished. Like, we waited all year for summer. We waited all year to have those three months of pure boringness. I mean, there really was a lot of boredom during the summer. I remember being so excited for like back to school shopping and. And getting back to school, and who was my teacher going to be? Who was in my class? Because the truth of the matter was that there was a lot of boredom during summer. Um, but I also think that there's a lot of positive memories that we associate with summer. Because back then in the day, in you know, we didn't, we weren't hyper scheduled, and um, we kind of had to use the boredom to our advantage. And if you really think back on your childhood, I think quite often you'll find, like as moms, it's so funny, we're so worried about like it's so triggering when our kids are like, I'm bored, I'm bored. And we're like, are you kidding? You have a whole house of things to do and you have brothers and sisters to play with and blah, 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 blah. Like we go into that whole thing. We hate hearing them that they're bored. But the truth of the matter is, is some of our best memories come from when we were bored during the summertime when we were kids. And so I've been coaching a lot of the moms in my mastermind on, yeah, they're supposed to be bored in the summer. There's supposed to be some boredom. And, and, and when they say they're bored, like in your head, you're saying, of course you're bored. You're supposed to be bored. That's when the fun stuff starts and they have to just figure that out on their own. But if we constantly give them ideas of ways that they can become unbored Well, guess what happens? Every time they're bored, they're coming for the quick fix of what should I do? I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. And, um, because that's their challenge at the moment. So it really is, I think, helpful not to constantly give them ideas of what to do when they're bored, just to kind of be like, you're bored. Really? I totally remember that. I remember being so bored when I was a kid too, during the summer. In fact, I sometimes even was looking forward to school starting again. Are you looking forward to school starting again? Chances are they're going to be like, yeah, I'm not that bored. And they'll take off and go figure something out. Um, But I think that we, we have this idea of summer being this like carefree, wonderful, memory making time, like in all of our visions of what kind of family we want. We're like, we want to make extraordinary memories during the ordinary moments we just want to like enjoy a bike ride without everyone fighting and um we want to be able to like go to the pool and it not be so incredibly stressful to get everyone's sunscreen and bathing suits on and the bags packed up like and I just wish that that these people here would stop expecting me to carry everything and do everything and and they would actually be helpful um, and so, you know, as moms, like our summers usually are pretty busy cause our kids, even if they are in camp or in programs, um, especially when they're little, they're with us a lot more quite often than they are during the school year. And so, um, so it isn't carefree and hours on end of lots of boredom. It's like game on for mom. We're working harder than ever. So I think that um, That's why summer quite often does turn out to be stressful. And then we struggle with this. We have this like internal conflict of, wait a minute, why am I so stressed out? And I'm snapping at them and I'm losing my cool. When summer is the time where everybody's supposed to be like making all of these beautiful memories as a family and and finding the joy in the ordinary and, and, and so then we struggle with all this mom guilt that we're doing it wrong and deep down we're worried that like we're not creating those scrapbooks of precious memories because we're stressed out of our mind. So what I want to do today is I want to teach you guys one of my favorite tools for helping you to have a much more enjoyable summer and to really take the stress out. And um, and what we're doing, what this tool really does is it teaches you to um, to embrace all that comes with motherhood without making it martyrhood. Motherhood was not meant to be martyrhood. And when we are completely selfless and um, and we're doing stuff for everyone else all the time and never, for ourselves. We're never putting on our own oxygen masks. It might look like we're doing our job and we're the world's greatest mom, but because we are humans with a backbone and a spine, there's always going to be resentment involved when you turn motherhood into martyrhood and you make it your job and you think that motherhood is defined by being this completely selfless human being. You're going to feel resentful. And when you're resentful because you're not a robot, because you're an actual human, you're going to lose your cool often. And you're going to take that resentment out on the people you love the most. It's just the way it works. So, um, so that whole martyrhood selfless thing is not working. And um, so we got to stop that. And one of the ways that I'm going to help you stop it is by teaching you the skinny dipping or straight jacket tool. And this is a tool, I, it, it's, a, it's a parenting tool that I came up with. It's in my book. So if it sounds familiar and you've read my book, um, this is where it's coming from. And you cannot learn this and practice this enough. It is literally the greatest thing ever. So as humans, we have sensations in our body right? And there's sensations that are connected to every emotion. I know this sounds so ridiculously basic and obvious, but the problem is, is that we have all kind of been programmed and trained to ignore the sensations of our body. And those sensations in our body are actually like the key to living the exact kind of life we want to live. And so what we have to do is we have to, we have to first understand what the heck all this stuff even means and kind of bring the basics back. And we also have to um, really start to tune in to those sensations. I call them your body whispers. We're going to tune back into them and um, and we're going to start utilizing the tool that was given to us that's just part of being a human which is actually listening to our body when it whispers to us that something feels bad or something feels good because guess what when you listen to your body and you do the things that light you up and feel good and feel more like skinny dipping like total freedom you will always be led on the right path you will always show up as your best self. You will always feel like you, you you don't have to go into this rebellious martyrdom, you know, dynamic anymore because you start to really listen to what your body's telling you. Now, look, in our society, this is not something that is generally practiced. It might even sound like freaking witchcraft or voodoo to you. I mean, go to any Western doctor and Tell them that you're feeling certain emotions in your body and chances are they're going to be like, what kind of things? Is it depression? I must put you on Prozac immediately. I must put you on... I mean, there's a reason that one in four women are on an antidepressant. And I don't say I I am not anti-medication by any means. My point is, is this is not a medication thing or, the fa- or anything about mental illness. This is about learning... To tap in, tune in to the sensations of your body, and understand when you're experiencing a negative emotion, it is your body's way of saying, uh, I think we need to do less of that. Okay, this is a sign, this is a signal. So if you imagine that freedom you feel when you're skinny dipping, like like skinny dipping, but like no chance of anybody watching you, right? Or walking in on you, like just total freedom. Like that is what you want to do. And anytime you're doing something where you, uh, you have a sense of freedom, you maybe lose track of time. You, um, when you finish a certain activity or being with a certain person, you feel totally energized and lit up That is your body saying, yes, 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 we need to do more of that thing. And when you have kind of the opposite feeling where it feels like a straitjacket, it feels constricting, um, you feel drained of your energy, the minutes feel like hours, that is a sign that you need to do less of that activity. And it's really that simple. So let me give you an example when it comes to summer. How about if the idea of waking up every day and having no plan whatsoever and just being able to take the day as it comes, whatever you feel like, okay, Um, if that sounds exciting to you, if it sounds like we could just lay in bed till 10 o'clock if we wanted, we could just eat breakfast whenever we felt like it, we could just decide to drive to the beach on a whim. If that lights you up and feels super fun and exciting, then that's the kind of summer you're looking forward to. That's And if you have the, the schedule that allows for that, awesome. Do more, have more of a summer on those terms. Build those days into your schedule and look forward to them. And um, your kids will feel it because they'll know that like, when you say to them the night before, we have nothing going tomorrow. Like we can wake up whenever we want to. We can lay in bed. We can watch a movie in the morning. We can, um, decide what we're in the mood for. Maybe we want to go pick blueberries. Maybe we want to go on an adventure. Who knows? We're going to figure it out in the morning. Like your kids will feel your enthusiasm. They'll get excited about it and everyone will have a good time. If that sounds like a Flipping nightmare to you because you are like, oh my gosh, how am I going to entertain these kids for that kind of time? They're probably going to want me to play Barbies or like go swimming with them. Oh, I know they're going to be at each other's necks. They're going to be fighting like crazy. They're going to be begging for sugar and sugar and sugar, or they're going to want me to go see some terrible animated movie or. Um, they're just going to want to be on their iPads all morning and then I'm going to look over and I'm going to see them plugged into technology. I'm going to feel so guilty and day's going to get away and I'm just going to feel like, ugh, that was a waste of a day and I feel terrible. If that, that's the straitjacket feeling, then that's not the kind of summer you want. Do not build those days in because that is not how you show up as your best self. That feels like a straight jacket for you. Don't have that kind of summer have, if you're a person that thrives on structure, have structure, sign your kids up for camp, um, you know, structure your weeks, know, like do it ahead of time and really build it in and, and, and allow yourself to embrace your reality, which is, this is how I'm wired. I like structure or my kids really thrive with structure. Um, I have to put my kids down at a certain time every night because no matter what time I put little kids down, they wake up at, you know, 6.30. So if I say, oh, it's summer, we can stay up late, blah, blah, blah. And they stay up till 10, they still wake up at 6.30 and then they're nightmares the next day. Like embrace your reality and really when you're trying to figure out what works for you and what doesn't, let's release the fantasy and really tap into your, you know, Tuning into your body whispers of what feels like skinny dipping freedom, what feels like a total freaking jacket, like you're so claustrophobic you don't know what to do with yourself, and let's structure your summer around that. If a family vacation sounds like you're going to be staying in a condo and you're going to be cooking and cleaning and caring for everyone and everyone's going to be sleep-deprived and... That sounds like a total exhausting nightmare, but in your brain, in the fantasy, you're like, but we got to go on family vacations. That's when you make all these magical memories. All right. Like that's the fantasy and it's not going to turn out that way. If it feels like a nightmare and you know that everybody is just, you know, not at the stage of the game where it's going to turn out well and you know it in your body, don't do it. Don't do it. Do day trips. Um, If you're feeling like I just need to have a break, then schedule a vacation, an adult vacation, and arrange the whole babysitter situation and the whole crazy convoluted schedule of letting yourself go and get away for a few days to rest and regroup. Give that to yourself. Um, What I'm saying is, is just... Just tap into what actually feels good for you and what feels like a nightmare. And I think the main thing with the whole martyrhood, motherhood debate that so many of us kind of have this internal debate going on is that we have this fantasy as moms. And so often we try to cling to that fantasy and we do it to our own detriment. But also we do it, you know, it's also not going to benefit our kids because the truth of the matter is, is that when you find yourself not tuning into your body whispers and not listening to what feels like freedom and you live a life that feels like a straitjacket because air quotes, that's what a good mom is supposed to do that's what a selfless mom is supposed to do that's how you're trying to fill those scrapbooks of memories up making all these extraordinary memories during the ordinary moments but yet it feels like a straitjacket well guess what you're just not that good of an actor and that's why you show up and you yell at your kids or you check out and ignore them or you do all these things that at the end of the day you're like ugh. I don't, I don't even feel like I'm doing this right. And you feel guilty about it. That's the reason. The guilt is a sign that you're not listening to your body and you're trying to live up to this fantasy and it's not working out for you. So, um, so this is what I say stop stop with that whole fantasy embrace your reality be true to who you are and what your body wants and what feels good and right and stop with all of these comparison you know the compare and despair of of what all the all the neighbors are doing or the moms are doing or what the people on facebook are doing or where they're going like it's so real you guys but tapping into. that what your body is actually telling you is the biggest gift you could ever give your kids because it will help you to show up authentically. It will help you to stop lying to yourself and them, and it will help you to really enjoy your time more with them. Even if it is way less time than you thought you were supposed to be spending, if you're enjoying your time with them, they feel every ounce of it. So I hope that this tool... And this little pep talk and this little reality check helps you in um, having a stressed free summer and really learning how to tune back into your body whispers, because that is what is going to lead you and your family to a life of freedom until next week. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to get some free coaching on a future episode of the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and then head over to mastermindparenting.com forward slash free coaching. We're going to choose one lucky listener to be coached each month. At Mastermind Parenting, we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. And if this sounds like something you want to learn more about, then I have a gift for you. You can grab a copy of my best-selling book, The Parent Gap. It's my signature recipe for raising confident and kind kids, even if you have a strong-willed one. So go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash book to get your free copy mailed directly to your doorstep.